Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Draw at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right. You know, I'm not going to play the uh, other valedictory speech that we talked about. I think we made our point. The fact that the mayor can't even reference the speeches given by these kids to uh, point to a quality of education that is unrecognized by its critics in the Manchester School District. Um, To me, just speaks volumes of where this campaign is at. So just a recap, mayor being condemned by the valedictorians who gave the speeches for uh, uh, pointing to those speeches as evidence that uh, in Manchester, a great education can be had. (laughs) Man, I have never seen people so willing to blow holes in the bottom of their own boat and drown to make a point. But it just reminds me of crazy things. You know, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was down in Ward 6. uh, Mayor Gatsis and Governor Sununu had an event uh, in the Megan's Meadow neighborhood. And, uh, of course, uh, well, thanks to some Facebook posts, uh, people not uh, maybe realizing that these things are tracked, it turned out to be something of a circus because Democratic, uh, Democratic followers, Democratic followers uh, showed up with uh, antagonistic signs and things like that. And it turned out to be quite a crowd and quite a crew, um, and, uh, w- while watching this all, all of a sudden I see this car come, I don't want to say like a bat out of hell, but I would say clearly without regard for the fact that along both sides of the street, there were numerous parked cars in the middle of the street. There were literally dozens of people standing and this car, um, much to the chagrin of the governor's security detail, which, uh, <laughs> I thought was going to swing into action, literally drives through the crowd of people on the street and pulls into a driveway behind the crowd on the left-hand side of the street. And guess who pops out? That's right. Dan, the school board man, Bergeron. So rather than parking his vehicle somewhere in advance of the crowd, because clearly there were an awful lot of people there. Because it was a big sort of day, uh, you know, big coordinated lit drop, all that kind of fun stuff. This clown literally drives, and yes, I called him a clown because I, I, I can't think of another term for a guy who drives straight through a crowd of people just so he can park in a friend's driveway on the other side uh, of the crowd. Oh, by the way, that happened to be the Britons who I met uh, campaigning door to door with uh, John DePietro. The um, the parents of the memorial valedictorian who has now condemned the mayor for citing his speech as evidence that Manchester provides a quality education to its students. And uh, so then Bergeron gets out of the car, you know, and he chit chats with the people who probably called him, um, you know, to say, hey, Dan, you got to get up here. And then he starts walking into the crowd like he's part of it. You know, he's, oh, hey, governor, can I have my picture taken with you? He's taking he's taking all of the pictures of everybody that are taking pictures and he's palling around with everybody like he's he's one of the guys. I, I just I couldn't believe it. 
I mean, aside from the fact that the guy just literally without regard, you know, he did slow down a little bit. But the governor's the, the governor's security personnel, um, you know, the governor was in that crowd. <laughs> the governor's the, the governor's detail was not amused. <laughs> I think, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, seriously, he couldn't have found a place to park and walk up. No, he has to drive his car through the crowd. I'm not making this stuff up. He has to drive his car through the crowd. So that, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, you know, there were children. I'm, I'm like, uh, Dave saved the children, uh, Bergeron, yeah. Yeah. Dave saved the. Uh, he's had three mail pieces by the Save the Children Action Network sent on his behalf. As has Connie Van Houten, as has Sarah Ambrosi, as has Leslie Want, as has uh, Nancy. Well, I haven't seen any for Nancy. She's unopposed. They're probably not spending the money. Uh, Erica Connors, I'm told, has had Save the Children mail pieces hit for her. Uh, you know, all these people who got endorsed by them two years ago. Then did their bidding at the board, and I love how they put it. Hey, he expanded preschool programs in, in Manchester. They don't tell anybody that what they expanded in Manchester was using uh, was allowing an outside group to use portable classrooms at the district's most crowded school, Northwest Elementary School, most crowded school to expand preschool offerings. Yeah, whose interests were really being served there? We have a call? Hold on. Did you? Yeah. We have a call. All right. Oh, we have Ward 6 School Board candidate John DePietro on the line. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. How are you? So, uh, oh, fabulous. The countdown begins here. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you must be glad it's almost over. I am. You know, um, it's been been an incredible learning experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's amazing. It's amazing what you learn when you talk to a thousand people in three months. Um, <laughs> well, and I was I, I, I was there for some of them, uh, John, and I, I you know I, I get the sense that um, I get the sense that you're going to be okay tomorrow. But you know we need we need people, of course, to turn out. If they like what they see on the school board, then they should vote for the people that are there. If they don't, they should vote for someone else. Absolutely, especially and in Ward Six. You, yeah, you you were there for many of them, and I appreciate that. And specifically, the reason I was calling is you were with me on Saturday when we hit over 150 houses in in one day, and you commented on it, so I know you picked up on it as I did. And it wasn't just this past weekend. It was a disturbing trend that I've heard throughout this campaign when talking to teachers. Mm. And you and I heard two teachers specifically say, the exact same thing on Saturday, and that is that they are seeing a disturbing shift in kids' behavior from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I have heard that consistently as I've been going door-to-door, where they're talking about not only, you know, I mean, everybody complains about this over the years, you know, oh, it's not the way it used to be. Oh, kids today, you know, that drifts uh, from year to year anyway. But what I want to emphasize to people is that we've heard many times that something happened between last year and this year, Mm -hmm. and that, that there is a 
major gap in behavior in terms of kids' lack of respect, lack of restraint, their uh, rudeness, their language. And I have drawn a straight line, personally, this is my theory, I've drawn a straight line between the way adults, politicians, and particularly people in the media and entertainment have been holding discourse mm. since last November mm-hmm. over the election and politics in general. When you look at the types of demonstrations that are being held, the words that are being used on the signs, how are uh, late-night comedians mm-hmm. are speaking, the language that politicians are using to talk to one another, and we don't even want to begin to talk about how people, what people post on Facebook and how they talk to one another. And I have become really concerned that it is poisoning our kids and that they are learning from that, and they're taking these same uh, immature, rude, and crude tactics and and uh, and behavior and they think wow if it's okay to do on television or uh you know in our uh, our other institutions because let's face it we've seen video and stories from across the country of teachers doing the same thing in classroom they're taking their cues from the adults and they're not good no it's uh listen i think uh I think that's true, and I think you take a look at the pop the pop culture and what kids um, pay attention to these days. It's it's clear that the the nastiness is coming from. Uh, it's like look 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 at today's newspaper, right? Um, you, you know Terry Norelli, former Democrat Speaker of the New Hampshire House, who comes from Portsmouth or Newington or someplace out there, takes out this half page ad. You know, saying that Mayor Ted Gatsis is responsible for the rape at West High School and he's responsible for the failure of the city solicitor's office to prosecute domestic violence cases. And if Joyce Craig were mayor, these tragedies, these travesties wouldn't have happened. Really? I I, I take a look at some of the stuff that people are just saying for effect, if nothing else. And and I got to ask myself, where 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 do these people come from on what planet? Um, are are we on? And it, it's that kind of you know naked banality of language and blame and everything else. I think uh, baseless facts. We really we really think that Joyce Craig would have uh, violated all of the protocols in place and done things that Gatsis uh, followed the protocols on in the in the rape case. We really think that Joyce Craig is going to be sitting side saddle with the city solicitor to make sure that domestic violence cases are being prosecuted. Oh, by the way, yeah, I think at. Before he went to the state, the, 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 the police chief went to the mayor to tell him what the problem was. And the mayor said, you know, the, well, ha, ha, let's handle it however you see best. And that's what they did. Yeah. <sighs> I think at the core that what bothers me the most is, is an attitude of by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to win this political race or win this argument by any means necessary, which as we're seeing and play out in the news increasingly includes violence and it's not it's not just related to words and you and i heard somebody um use the words powder keg which certainly got my attention Mm -hmm. and this is not an alarmist person this is somebody who's been around in the manchester schools for a long time and is not given to hyperbole gotcha well john i appreciate the call
Thank you. All right, that's uh, John DePietro bringing up a very good point about um, the coarsening of the culture in light, uh, you know, in in the last year or so. With all that's being said around the country, attacking Republicans, attacking the president, who has done his share of attacking back, and I'm sure people will blame for the coarsening of our culture. But let, really, let's take a look at some of the things that uh, all of the people that DePetro just spent some time pointing out. Um, and, and how they have acted, conducted themselves without any sort of regard for the civility that they claim um, the, the Republicans don't have. Uh, and, and you wonder, uh, since so many of them are pop culture icons, they're late night uh, TV guys, they're uh, actors, TV stars, you know, you name it. They're in the pop culture. And it would seem to me that perhaps uh, parents would do well to shut off the television and, uh, you know, spend a little more time with their kids so that they're not being poisoned by this crap. This is Gerard at Large.